0: This is KP and this is Kai and, and this, this is you have me at fraud. fraud The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent The podcast's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed during this podcast. And as always, listeners, discretion is advised. So sorry, y'all. But my sister brought over wine and we were both a little tipsy. So this episode is going to be a lot of fun. So what I'm you, KP. Oh yeah, this is Kai. And this is You, you Had, Had Me At Pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to say, first of all, before we start this episode, I'm so thankful and grateful for all of our viewers. Yes, we. Yes, we are thankful. Are she's a selfish one. No, I'm thankful and grateful for all of our viewers. And now, not only does the United States listen to us, but also Canada and Australia. And I'm trying to go to Montreal, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just want to say we re- really appreciate the viewers and our views. Are we're getting a lot of support for being now. a new, you know, podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much for and, that. And, and continue to listen. Please leave us reviews. So, we, I know the first couple episodes are a little shaky. I was still new to it. A lot of ums and, yeah, you know, and, and it, it knows. And she, 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 she. <laughs> I'm actually going to make I'm going to make, a, like, a contest, I think. We need to do of how way. many ums I said in the first episode alone is Maybe give out a gift card or something. We need to do, we need to do, like, where we put our bloopers in, because it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. All the stuff stuff that I have to edit out is hilarious. It's funny. Like, we are nonstop laughing and carried on. That's just our personalities, because we're sisters, so, yeah. But I'm excited for this episode. Are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, yeah. Now this, um. there I go. There I go again. Mm-hmm. But this episode, poster, oh. this episode is going to be about Regina Supramanium. I think that's, I said it right, Supramanium. So our story starts... Um, we don't, we, I couldn't find her birthday anywhere. Yeah, we couldn't find much on her. Maybe, and I think because the case is kind of because it involves some like higher profile people. I guess, is it higher profile? I know one person of the, the one person they can't yeah. get his name out so for I, legal reasons, right? So, I think that kind of shadows everything else out in terms of finding personal information out about you know, Regina is. And... Basically, this case reminds me of, like, call center gossip, but the gossip was real, and the tea was just like, <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Yeah. Does that really happen? hmm It really happened. And we about to tell the story of how it happened, because Regina, she ain't have no type of she have no type of restraint when it came to the stuff she did in, in this it. company. So this story starts as Regina, she got a job in the late 90s as a junior account clerk at ING. And for those that don't know what ING is, it's a multinational bank. In Australia? Yeah. No, and, it's not just in Australia. Well, I'm saying like, this is... This... Case happened in Australia. Yes, this case happened in Australia, and it was like one of the biggest fraud cases in Australia. Yeah, one of the best fraud cases in the world too. Yeah, it was one of she. She. She was something else. Um. So, she worked for this company, um, starting in the late nineties, and that's actually where she met her husband. Mm -hmm. And she worked twenty years as a. She do. uh, for twenty years she did basic bookkeeping where she just took care of accounts and you know, the basic work. And then all of a sudden And then all of a sudden she got this drastic promotions which caused her coworkers to question, like, what's what's going on? So turns out Regina, she was of a little scammy scam. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, talk about <laughs> Because I got it. It just has to come out. So she got that promotion. Mind you, she was just a regular schmegler doing her look for 20 years. Maybe get a raise here if you apply for a promotion or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. But going from, like, the bottom straight to the top after 20 years, and it's not like you took some steps to get there. It was just, like, straight to the top. Um, Homegirl and her husband was having a threesome with the executor. Like... The, top exec, the yes. top exec of the company.
1: And that's
0: how she got to the top. <laughs> yes. And they found and this out. You can use me in my boot at the same time. <laughs> oh so done. I'm done. <laughs> but they found this out because one of the co-workers they didn't know was in the office one night. It they asked a the work executive's assistant. Yes. They were in the office. They didn't know. And this happened to peer off in the distance at the exec's office and there was Regina and her husband and also the exec in there having a threesome. Threesome. So, that's where it starts off. If you want to know where this story starts off, that's where it starts off. Menage et Yes. (laughs) Now, into the realty. So, Regina didn't have no accounting experience, and her coworkers were questioning, like, how is she getting—she's coming back from break with bags and bags of luxury items. Well, they didn't really see her. I think one person said they saw her one time, but they really yeah. never saw her. Yeah. But they wanted to know how she got to that level because yeah. she didn't have experience, nor did she even know how to do the job that she had. Yeah. It wasn't even reported. And they did nothing about it. Yes. They they were saying that Regina couldn't even help them with higher level accounts. And they also said she was really mean to them. Like, she was mean, dismissive. They even described her as a bully. And that she would, like, curse at them. But at the same time, some people said that she was a quiet person. So I'm like, how do you go from being... A quiet person to being like this bully, but maybe at the time when she she started off quiet, and then once she got that promotion, she she, thought she that power went to her head. Yeah, or she was she might have been overcompensating, (laughs) being mean because she knew she didn't deserve that role, and she knew she didn't knew she didn't know know what she was doing, so she was being mean to figure it out yourself, push everybody else away. Yeah, yeah. So, it turns out, (laughs) Regina. She was going to lavish stores like Chanel, Hugo Boss, Armani, and storing all her items in the office. Was it one called Paisley something? Yes, but her favorite, it her was... favorite store was Past Paisley. That's what it is. That's and like it Paley. was a luxury jewelry store. <laughs> oh, goodness. It was a luxury jewelry store. and turns out, amidst Regina was using, Ing's money, to fund her lavish shopping sprees. Yes, yeah, because you know how she started off doing it, right? She put seventeen thousand into her account. Yeah. Then she put like, I mean, seventeen. Was it seventeen million? Sixteen million into her account. Yes, at Pass Paley. Leave- right. No, into her account. But then she put oh, yeah. other ones. Like she put more money into like Past Paley. Yes. Uh what is was it called? uh The other, the other merchandise yes. that she liked as she, well. She put the money. She was transferring the funds directly from ing's account to Chanel, Pass, Paley, Armani was another one. Hugo Boss, Hugo Boss, and her. The stuff she bought will automatically come out of that. Chanel, that money, yeah, yeah. So, so she would go and like. Lunch breaks, and she would spend anywhere from two to three million, no, no, thousand to thirty That's right. thousand 20. dollars on her lunch break two times a week. She said, "That's crazy. Wait, two times lunch a week." week. Yeah, you know, man. I wish I had lunch breaks where I just, you know, went on lunch break and could just spend whatever. I wouldn't come to work. No. no, if I had that much money to put in there, there's no point of coming to work. I got what I need, but see then again, if you're scamming and you just quit, you're not going to be able to shop anymore. You so. got that itch to get more. I think it's like a thrill. To, it has to be a thrill. I think it was a thrill for her. Because if you had what you needed and plus more, why would you continue? You're going to get caught in. Yeah, because I would think she would be getting paid good money as a top accountant. I don't think we mentioned that, but yeah, she was promoted to the top accountant, the head accountant at IMG Bank. So she had a good job. I feel like they accountants make really good money, especially when you are working for a good big company like that. So she really didn't even need to do all that. Like she might have not been able to spend twenty, thirty thousand two times a week on a break, but she would have been able to spend a good amount, right? It, with her own money, if she, you know, but you know, with all the scammers we've covered, they always wanted more. I think I would want more too. Want they them. always wanted more. Maybe. So, turns out, not only was she spending this money, it turns out she was actually, she, y'all, when I tell you she had no limits, she had no limits with these people's money. <laughs> she w- bought eight waterfront apartments. And she also had f- 21 boxes stored in her office where she would store all of the luxury items. Yeah, she wasn't taking everything home. She was, no. like, you know, keeping some home and taking some back, keeping some at work. And she even got one of her coworkers approved for, was it $1.5 Um Yeah. She got her. Co- for yeah. She actually gave one of the executives not executives but sales people at chanel 1.9 million no 1.3 million to buy a house that's crazy now is it that she gave her the money or is it that she because of her being an accountant did she raise like the the limit no she actually lended is that lended she lent this woman well she lent this employee money That might be to the bank. Well, obviously, everything was... She lent her $1.3 to buy a house. That's how generous she was with this money. Like, she really didn't care what she got with this money. She was very... She was said to be very generous. And, like, even... It didn't even seem like... Honestly, it didn't seem like she cared at all. It just seemed so nonchalant like yeah Yeah. you know at at first was kind of like yeah you know it was only a little bit and then it was like okay yeah you did a little bit but that was millions yeah and it still was like she really was like oh yeah okay yeah but she was like okay well just do what you gotta do because um (laughs) it is what it is i was like dang hardcore yeah so like the way she got caught was by what's that place called? Palm Place Payces mm-hmm. No, no, that's not how you say it. Past Paley Past Paley's. Mm-hmm. They saw that she was um spending too much in that store. They were like, Yeah, right. They were right. They was like, from, How is she getting coming from this account? Putting this much money as an accountant, she's putting this much money in, and she was putting up to 13000 into her past Paley accounts from the ING. So they were like, how is she getting, putting all $13 million into this account? In and the they government. were one of her top customers, y'all. They, they said they knew something. her by name. They knew her. They, she was one of their favorite customers. That's how much she was coming into their place. And she was even said to get, she, she was even said to buy $16 million worth of pearls from this place. And it was one company, either that place or Chanel. That actually paid for a vacation for her. Yes, it was past Bailey. Yeah, they paid. She she had a um. Yeah, she. Let me see. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, they you know contacted the company and said, "Hey, something isn't right." And they were like, okay, well, we're going to look into that. And they actually looked into it. And they they were said like, somebody, in the, before they found out it was her, they said somebody in your company is embezzling money and it's an inside job. And what I'm thinking is because they said she was doing this for five years. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is maybe somebody new at that past Facebook place came in and started working with it, was like, oh, this isn't right. Something's right. This is embezzlement. Right. Because if this is going on for five years, it couldn't have been the same management. But anyway, I digress. That's just a side note and a thought. But when the police came and they was, like, looking through her office, they found Chanel. They found Swarovski crystals, um, memorabilia of Michael Jackson. Yes. And I'm going to actually go do the breakdown. They found 21 boxes of luxury items, 40 items of clothing from Chanel, Hugo Boss, and Armani, over 630 pieces of jewelry including a Bulgari six a six carat ring worth eight hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. They also found a necklace worth five hundred thousand dollars. They found over two hundred fine perfumes and cosmetics from Chanel. Six sixty actually mod block pins and I'm thinking those are fancy pins I wouldn't have wasted my money gold it, it, and it. She out there giving people houses and shit, she could have gave me. I, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> they even found Vintage Dom Perignon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Vintage Dom Perignon. Swarovski Crystals. I know I'm saying that wrong. Swarovski Crystals. And Michael Jackson memorabilia. So she was just... Spending so recklessly with these people's money. And the thing is that she wasn't she didn't even take everything home, like I probably wouldn't have taken it home. I probably would have got like a storage unit and another name or something. And she actually says was said she was gonna transfer it into a lockbox. <laughs> she got she got three lockboxes at Meta Westpac Bank. Wex yeah. And she was her plan was to transfer all that stuff to those three lockboxes at that bank. I wouldn't have put it in the bank because that's a trail. Like US- Actually, it wasn't even a lockbox. They were a safe. Three safes. Yeah, at West bank. Some, If you keep something in a bank, that's still a trail. I'm not, it is. It I'm is. not doing that. I'm oh. going to put something in another name. And well, let me stop, you did another let state. me stop telling how. Not, <laughs> but, yeah, she was doing all that. And the thing is, her husband said he didn't know any about, anything about it. And she even said he didn't know anything about it. But okay. I think, how could you not? How could you not? I mean, you were sleeping with the man, and she said the reason—the reason, the reason why sleeping she sleeping with the enemy. Mm-mm, don't do that! <laughs> don't do that on the podcast. Okay. Don't open those people's ears. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm let that one slide. <laughs> anyway, you don't know, know how she got caught. She was leaving the country on vacation with her husband, and they caught her. They caught her, and she was arrested. And At she the was, Australian Sydney airport. Yes. And they said she was, actually, when she got caught, they said she was calm, and she was very truthful. She didn't have any, you know, she she wasn't fighting it. She admitted to it, and she actually gave her reason for doing it she said that she was she did say she was sexually abused when she was younger and then she said she was sexually abused at the office yeah like not the police office but like where she works like somebody sexually harassed her and and i don't know if she was and they didn't do anything but you know what sis now i'm thinking about it okay what if she was doing it because somebody did something to her and the person that did something to her was the one that she was having a threesome with it was the big boss because yeah. you doing something to get to a higher level even if you do something like sexually to get to a higher level you're going to feel some type of way like you're not going to be all yeah. 100% in you might do what you need to do to get to the top but that's right. you how you're going to be like damn I really fucked up and what if her husband put her out to it true. too allegedly you know. true because like, he. that's why I said he had to know something he, he definitely knew he just lied and she admitted she said he didn't know anything about it either but yes. well, I think she just wanted to take all the charges. Like she really it was a took everything. She did jail time. None of these men that was having these affairs stood up and said no. It was my fault. You know, they I let this you. girl take the whole fall for for. Well, I guess she was the one doing the spending, but still. I think that that boss had. I, if she was shooting, should to get like revenge and be like, I'm gonna just get my. But some people are like that. I'd be like, well, I'm going to get mine this way because they did that, da 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 Right. So, I mean, I know that's not the mature way to go about things, but, like, if that's the way she carried it, I honestly think that it was that, um... I mean, allegedly, you mean... I mean, you. I, I don't want to accuse somebody of something that they may have not done, but he most definitely was in that threesome now. Mm-hmm. And she got to the top. With no qualifications for <laughs> <laughs> So... I mean she admitted it too all three parties admitted it so it's not like oh you know framing a, a, a girl they all admitted it all four I say all four parties because it was her the husband the boss and the man that saw it all yes so upon the investigation they found out she had three bank accounts they also found out that she had she made over 200 illegal transactions into personal accounts so all over 5 years she she made over 200 illegal transfers into different bank accounts and to still to this day 2 million 2 to 3 million is still unaccounted for yeah, they can't find it yes. <laughs> and she a total though they recovered actually over 45.3 million dollars that she stole over the five years, so forty five million dollars. That's wild. That's crazy. So, what, what year was it that she got arrested? Because is she is she still? She got arrested in twenty twelve. Oh, so she got arrested in twenty twelve, and she was actually sentenced to fifteen. She wasn't even sentenced to like she was only sentenced to illegal transfers of money. She wasn't even sentenced to like the embezzlement. Well, the years that I saw that, that it was 15 and dropped it to 11. And then you said she ended up serving. Yes. It was, she was, no, originally it was uh, 20 years. Then it was 15 to 11 years, 15 years. The judge lowered to 15 years. And then she did an appeal and Which got it reduced to 11. Mm-hmm. And as of 2012, it was seven years. And then also in twenty twelve, October third, twenty twelve, she actually was set to be on parole. So So she out. I couldn't find any information saying if she, that she was out or not. But she said changed my name. Sure. And, I two to three million. and I've actually tried to look up a, like a current stuff. I can't find anything under her name. So I mean, she probably either changed her name or wiped out any type of information that I would change my... I'm coming out. I'm changing my name. I'm moving out of the country and I'm going to retrieve my funds maybe probably a year later because, you know, you got to be careful. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to re- retrieve the whole amount. I'm going to tre- retrieve a very small amount. I would have probably... Before I spent the money on anything, I would have... I probably wouldn't have been that big of transaction. I would probably transfer a, money... Little by little into a bank account somewhere, or cast it and put it somewhere. So, where if I got caught, I would still have some money set But right, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not leaving no trails. I'm not taking made I'm not the mistake. nothing in no bank account. <laughs> yeah, she made the mistake of making those big transactions. Like, you're just a regular person, you're an accountant. Yes, they make good it, money, but they don't make that much go- She was, the, the thing I'm saying is like, why did it have to take five years? Why did it have to be like... Somebody be like, oh, five years later. Right. Oh, now it's weird that you put 13000 in an account. It had to be different management. Or somebody had to rat her out. Yeah, somebody should... Pay. No, it wasn't different management because no, the so, person no. who promoted her... You no, know, i'm talking about different management at Post paisley's or whatever it's oh it, could, it might have been yeah they probably like hmm that's she's always I'm, been doing this yeah that's what i'm saying it had to be different management somebody had to try re- retire quit somebody got promoted like hold up these books ain't looking right this don't seem right mm-hmm. like even if it's normal activity like we gotta we at least gotta question it right because that's a huge amount and if she was spending that two times a week she was spending all that money, twenty to thirty thousand on a lunch break. Imagine y'all if we had that much money just to spend twice a week, even half, even just once a week. Good, goodness. What is it? The top one percent. She was spending the top one percent money at working at ING Bank as a senior account. And then she went from doing that to driving a. What was she doing? She's actually now driving a forklift in jail. Well, she's out of jail now, but that's what she was doing in jail. Yeah, she was driving a forklift in jail. They said she went from driving a Mercedes Benz to a forklift in jail. Mm. And her employee thought that was funny. Yeah, she, she she giggled a little bit in the interview. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, she was hating, but, you know, she was wrong. But the fact that it was just like, she was just so calm. Yeah, she, her, she, she was said to be, like, very calm and... Together when she was confronted, I've been terrified. I'm like, oh my goodness, how many years they gonna give me? (laughs) Yeah, me too. And I'm just thinking, like, but you know what I noticed? When they do financial crimes, they never get that much years. But you, it always end up getting lowered, or. But the thing is, you're supposed to do like at least twenty, because that is a federal. That's that's a federal offense. It is. Oh my god. Mm Mhm. I'm about to go inside. You to say <laughs> <laughs> but please tune in for next week because we're gonna have another good one, and I cannot wait to do that because this one gonna make me laugh like nobody's business. Yeah, so we have a good one for you next week, so please stay tuned in. Thank you so much again yeah. for listening to us. Thank you so much, and make sure you follow us at. You have me at fraud on IG and TikTok. And if you have any scams or you've ever been scammed, send us a, the story at you have me at fraud at gmail.com. And stay tuned for listening scammer stories. Bye. Good night. Because our podcast, episode six today, mentioned sexual assault, I feel as though uh, it's our obligation as a platform to make some information available to you, to those who have been sexually assaulted or a victim. Um, The National Hotline for Sexual Assault, and this is 24-7 support and 100% confidential, um, hotline is 800-656-4673. And this information will also be in the bio to this episode. And now it's time for Listener Scammer Stories. Okay, guys. This week we have for our listeners' Stories, um, we have one that said, I ordered a list of rental homes and they took me for $100. Never sending the list. I had a new account and debit card and was a complete sucker. They saw me coming. Later, no effing lie, I got a call from the corporation telling me they made a bust on a local scam and my name and number was on the sucker's list. So embarrassing. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. $100? Yeah, I'm going to need that back. (laughs) The next story says, "Yep, I was scammed out of almost five k for a foreign couple in my old neighborhood. Brought their car and the engine blew in less than forty eight hours. They were so business savvy. I would have no, I, I should have known they were corn artists too. How does that relate? I don't know, but it does in my mind. That's definitely considered a scam. Cause what that actually happened to my mother. She brought my brother." a car that she saw on the side of the road. Now, she was used to doing this. She was a pro at buying cars on the side of the road, like, and she would buy, like, good ones. How she lucked up and get good ones every time, I don't know, but this one she bought, um, my brother said he knew the person, and they sold it to him. It was, like, an older model sports car type of deal, and when she got it, after she bought it, everything went wrong with it. it. It ended up sitting in our garage until she, I think she either gave it away to somebody or sold it for junk or something like that. But yeah, that happened to, to my family before. Um, Let's see what else we got. I knew this, these girls that got scammed by a con artist believed that if they gave him their debit card info, he would somehow miraculously link it to some account for them to get free money. According to the police, he did it to, like, 50 girls. How people could be so stupid is beyond my comprehension, but whatever. <laughs> wow. I always wonder how people, like, I know with me... I'm so like my hands are gripped tight on my money. You can't calm me out of my money because like I don't trust anybody when it comes to my giving my money away like if somebody like, hey, I remember it was this one guy trying to get me to it was this was in d c and everybody knows in d c parking is ridiculous, like you have to pay to park everywhere, and this one guy tried to get me to park down this garage but I noticed the garage door was locked and he's like pulling here pull in here and then I noticed like I didn't see no like attendant or anything so I he was trying to pretend to be the attendant at least I think I don't know but he tried like he told me to park down in front of the gate now I saw like two other cars down there but to me, that just wasn't enough to convince me that this was a legit, you know, parking spot. I started to pull in though, like it was me and my sisters in the car. And I started to pull in, and then, then he asked for my key. That's what I was like, you know. And then money, and I'm like, mm, this doesn't seem right to me. And my sister was like, come on, come on, come on. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, I don't have no, I won't have no receipt or anything. Like you're, you're having me pull into this spot but you like I don't see no legit stuff going on so yeah so I pulled out and we had to spend 10 more minutes trying to find parking in downtown DC so yeah so I get but I always wanted to know how people will get so duped out of their money like it would be the stories that I listen to and it's like you didn't know they were trying to scam you but I guess some people are just either naive or the people are just so convincing that you know you trust what they say I don't know but that's it for this week and I will I will be back next week with another story and we already have who we're going to do next week so that's really exciting and I think that's it don't forget to stream us on Wherever you listen to podcasts, because now we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Google Podcasts, we are on Anchor, we are on Spotify, we are on Amazon Music. What else? We are on. Uh, I feel like i missed missing some. We're wherever you listen to podcasts, and I hope you enjoy. And please leave us reviews. We would love the feedback, even if it's bad. We would love the feedback on. Um, how we're doing so thank you so much for listening to us and we'll see you next week bye